Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. I clearly and factually understand the devastation of loss, as I also have suffered under much loss myself throughout the years. I lost all, even the sticks. As I look through the damage of Hurricane Ian throughout Florida, I sit as someone that understands the why behind the activity. You know, we go through life and we do life on our terms. We build businesses that are against the commands and laws of Almighty God. We parade through the streets in our lewd activities. We have casinos and we have bars and we have vaping and we sell cigarettes and alcohol. We have prostitutes legalized on our street corners and strip clubs throughout our cities. We hold festivals of perversion called the Gay Pride Parades and we receive and accept anything at all. Our governing officials are paid under the table by the businesses that wish to erect themselves over the cities that we inhabit. And we sit back and we wonder why. Why has the hurricane hit us? Why are we left in devastation? Why are we left looking at only the sticks that are left behind of our once lived life? The word is only one reason, and it is sin. God has a contract with humanity as recorded within the Bible to destroy sin. 1 John 3, 8 reads as follows. The Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. If God gives you a black eye in a hurricane and you wonder what happened, what happened to your beautiful utopia that you once dwelt in, it's because God is trying to save you from the sin that you allow, that you participate in, that you vote for in the booths, that you don't go to the city council meetings and stand up against the sin, but you engage in sin yourself and you have many pleasures accordingly. You sell dirty pornography. You sell all kinds of lewd things. And so God has responded to your activity called judgment, the judgment of Almighty God. Let me ask you this. Is there one of us that could stand before the hurricane and hold our hand out to stop it? No, you would have been caught up in it and destroyed. God has a contract to destroy sin. He destroys it through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, or he destroys it through judgment on earth. And if that doesn't stop you to move over to the blood of Jesus, where you say, I'm sorry, Lord, and you are cleansed by God with the only cleansing agent, which is the blood of Jesus to remove your sins, you will be judged eternally under the wrath of God in a place underneath this earth that people 
don't want to talk about, don't want to deal with, and don't want to bring up at their very fancy dinner parties called hell. But the elimination of the word hell on earth and the understanding of it doesn't eliminate the place. It is a very real place made for the devil, the lead rebel against Christ, but for all the people that inhabit this earth that continue in their rebellion against God, telling him to buzz off, so to speak, leave me alone and get out of my city, get out of my country. As you are going towards your exit, every day your end will arrive, called eternity. And when God slams a black eye on the city of your utopia with a hurricane and damages everything, and everyone is looking around in shock and amazement, and they don't understand why, it's because God is trying to get your attention to move from his wrath to his forgiveness. The only way you're going to move from God's wrath on sin to the forgiveness of sin is when you look up to heaven and you say, God, I have sinned in this place. And when we really take a look at it, we look at our strip clubs. We look at our liquor stores. We look at our vaping clinics. We look at our gay festivals and our music festivals and nothing happens in them to bring society up. We look at our pornography and our streets filled with iniquity. And we wonder why God responded to your activities with judgment. So you need to remove the sin from your life and ask God to forgive you and wash you clean from your iniquity in the blood of Jesus, or you will experience his wrath. So now as you are looking around the sticks left behind, you're thinking about starting over. How do I rebuild my life? How do I begin again? What, what, what are we going to do with all of this? Should I stay the same as I was, or maybe I should change? Because if I stay the same, that means I can rebuild, but God's wrath is going to hit me again on earth or I will be just sucked out of this earth as everyone leaves the earth called death. And as they're celebrating your life at your uh, funeral, you'll be burning in hell. Or should I change lanes over to Christ and submit to God, resist the devil and enter into glory when I leave? So that's the question that you have to ask yourself as the president of the United States, as the governor, as the senator, as the local congressman, the mayor, or the citizen, or the city council, the business owners? Do you really want to rebuild your tiki hut to only be destroyed later by God? You need to ask yourself, will I stay the same or will I embrace righteousness? Will I go a different path for my own safety and the safety of my eternal soul? Will I build my life once again on sand, which when the storm comes, it will knock me down to eternal fire? Or will I build my life upon the foundation as found in the Holy Bible, God's word, 
that the only life that will survive this earth and go into eternal glory is the one that founded their life on the rock, which is Jesus Christ. Will I embrace holiness and purity or will I continue in my iniquity? Well, the Bible is very clear. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 14, it reads as follows. Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. What does that mean? That means eternal fire will be your forever, where the fire never stops and the tormenting never ends. Will I now, as I look through the sticks in my rebuild, Will I choose beauty or will I choose perversion? Will I rebuild my tiki hut? Will I rebuild my, my store that sells liquor and booze and cigarettes and cigars and porn and magazines and filth and perversity and fill this once beautiful, beautiful island, I guess? Was it ever really beautiful? Well, according to God, holiness is what is beautiful. Psalm 96, 9 reads as follows. Oh, worship the Lord, living intelligently under the throne of superior divine power, respectfully and attentively with reverence in the enjoyment of a personal relationship in the beauty of holiness, which is purity as he calls it within the Bible. Fear before him all the earth, knowing he means exactly what he has stated for all humanity within the scriptures. And this will never change as his word is eternal and everlasting. In my rebuild of, of being now a stick, will I choose truth or false? We know that in truth is the only hope for freedom, as John 8, 32 tells us. And you shall know the truth, which is the word of God, which is Jesus Christ. And the truth, Jesus Christ, will make you free. Free from iniquity, free from demonic rule, free from chains of captivity and mental torment, and a life that is continually spiraling down and he will bring you into his kingdom and rebuild your life. Jesus Christ is the rebuilder of life. But the black eye you receive from Christ is his love for you to bring you out of the wrath of God and into the safety of obedience in the kingdom of God. In my rebuild, will I choose Jesus in the life that is led on the straight and narrow path with Christ? Or will I continue with the crowd, the wide road that leads to destruction and all the people seem to be on that road? And will I enter into Satan's finality, eternal fire and separation from Almighty God as his people are now in glory, enjoying his presence and an eternal infinity rolling out before them in pleasures. John 10, 10 states as follows. The thief, the devil, Satan, comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. 
Satan only wants one thing for your life, destruction. Jesus says, I am come that they might have life. Jesus wants you to have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Christ has broken, but Christ is standing there wanting you to understand why he has broken the city. Christ has broken the city because Christ wants to bring you out of sin into his kingdom, into his protection, into his safety, into the alignment of eternal life and true wisdom and everlasting wealth. Now is the time to pick up a Bible and begin to read it for yourself, to know God and to say, Father, we have sinned against you. That's why we are in sticks. We embrace the love that in the time that you took to give us this black guy called a hurricane. And we now surrender our lives to you, Father. Because you alone are God and you are alone are able to rebuild us rightly so that we will inherit everything on earth and in heaven. You know, there's no greater builder than the one that created existence. And he is standing there right next to you as I speak to you with his arms open wide saying, come out of iniquity, come out of the demonic kingdom, put down your sin and receive my love and offer of forgiveness and reconciliation and restoration above and beyond what you ever had before. Because when Jesus rebuilds a life, he gives you much more than Satan ever gave you in the life that is now sticks. God wants to give you more than what you have. In your rebuild, will you choose faith in God or doubt God's word? Hebrews 6.12 tells us, Be not slothful, but followers of them through faith, I believe you, God, and patience, the rebuilding process, inherit the promises of life more abundantly. So don't look at this disaster, quote unquote, as something evil. I want you to stand back, take a deep breath, get yourself some water and sit down quietly and just contemplate as you're looking at the destruction of your city and your life, contemplate and write down for yourself the activities that you partook of on a daily basis and the activities that you saw going around in this city. Were they healthy? Were they God-ordained? Are they okay with God? We need to rebuild with things that are okay with God and that what God wants here on the earth. Because no matter how many people come and go from the earth, the fact is, is that the earth belongs to the Lord in the fullness thereof. We the people land on our birthdays and we leave as we exit forever. And we need to know the most important being in existence, and his name is Jesus Christ, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as recorded 
and given to us in the Bible. But it's the one book that has been ignored by the inhabitants of the earth. And it is our only hope as the citizens of the earth is to get a Bible and begin to read it for yourself. I prefer and I recommend the King James Version. Begin in the very beginning and open it up and say, Father, I have sinned personally and I want to change my life. And now I ask you to forgive me, wash me in the blood and help me to rebuild my life to excellence and success way beyond anything that I had before. God is waiting because he wants to build a holy and royal nation. So when God wants something, he has to take the other down, the nasty and perverted nation, the nasty and perverted to rebuild into the holy and royal and successful, where you will be much happier and freer. And begin to read in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and read the whole book all the way through. Know God for yourself and rise out of the ashes. God loves you. God is for you and God is waiting. Realoran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Realoran today at www.realoran.org.